0: because Ruins. this is the more superior version. <laughs> Lionel Richie forever. Bung Adele. Bun Adele. <laughs> Big up to two girls Anna and a mic. It's the weekly podcast. We are back. Why do I sound like Normski from 1993? This ain't <laughs> dance energy. Everybody, I'm bad. She's bad. We're here. You're there. We've been Listen drinking. To the show. <laughs> We've been drinking. <laughs> It's oh <laughs> <shares his> birthday. birthday. Awesome. We've got a little bit of champagne, so we're a little bit lit. So, you know, I want to say a welcome to everybody. Big up all the new Big listeners the that we, apparently that we have. Ooh, tell me about it, La. Well, apparently I was listening to a certain show called Cut the Chat, who... I God. thought we were supposed to be sharing the same network, but I apparently. Thought that, I thought they were a brother show. They were. <gasps> I was listening and intently. I was listening to Femi like really talk about all the political stuff going on. You know, Shout that's Femi. Shouts out to Femi, <laughs> and he was going in. I was like, oh, I didn't know about that, Femi. Thank you for enlightening me. Then Love some it. ignorant somebody at the end of the show just ruined the vibe. Name names. The one demon, the barber. <laughs> Right, that's what he'll he shall be named that forever. I'm like, I thought this boy Demon. was my brother. Vex, <laughs> vex that what did, we. What does he do? What does he do? So I'm basically, Ace is well. doing what he's supposed to be doing. So you right. know, he was on our show, Cheryl. Right? On yeah. Our yeah. time, as yeah. was Femi. because we invited them. Because we onto two girls. We're on showing the them mic. love. Like, come and do our show. Let's do a combined thing. Yeah, yeah? but it was two girls on the mic featuring. Right. Ft. Dots cut the chat on our day. So they right. came through, yeah, did the show on their show that I listened to. Right, this demon is asking Ace, <laughs> Where's demon. the show? Why are you not like questioning him? Ace is a grown man. How dare you? Question, question, question. What does he mean? So Where's Ace, the show? So he, Ace was like, The show's already up, it's on the two girls on the mic. So, <gasps> clutch his pearls. <laughs> oh my god, what do you mean it's on their side? How would you, what, what, what? what? demon demon got vexed demon i hope you're listening <laughs> demon right all kinds of vex so i'm like Stop what it. is this kind of hate coming you see you see you should put it up on our page like why are you sending people there like you can't share <laughs> you can't share I was like, you know what, Damon? Let me pick up my phone. I like voice note him. I said, Damon. Damon, why you can't? Sh- you must learn to share. <laughs> you must learn. You never struck me as being a selfish person. Mean. Damon was like, mean. having a go at Ace because it's you can still listen. He's our producer, okay. But what I will say is, we have do have extra listeners now because I did see a little spike. In our listenership shout on that out. particular show, shout so out. I want to shout outs to all the newcomers. Yeah, thank Newbies. you for coming. Right, welcome. Clearly, you've seen the light. Welcome. You know where it is. You know what it's at. <laughs> you don't need to take abuse from Damon anymore. All he does is go in there and moan anyway. <laughs> so welcome. All right, welcome. welcome as for welcome you, to Damon. As for you, will learn to share. You going to learn today. And Damon Lee. Femi and even Ace, you all owe me birthday presents. <laughs> Get it right, okay, La, On with the show. Well, oh, okay. Right, where oh, yeah, was we? Was Beyonce, we man. She took my life. And, and You mentioned um, Carla Marie. I've got a message for Carla Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put down my drink it's for this. <laughs> no, listen, listen. When you write songs like that, you need to give us pre-warning <laughs> because now what it is is that whenever I see a puddle or some piece of water in the roadside. I want to jump in it and I want to kick up my foot. <laughs> she already got me lit from the BT Awards with her and Kendrick Lamar. But when oh, that base, bass knows. drops in, I'm, I'm like, yeah. freedom, freedom, cut me loose. <laughs> oh my God. It's just that, that whole stage Deep. setting is like, I want some water. Yeah. I need to I actually posted up. on my Instagram this guy. <laughs> he filmed himself in his bathroom no, done. with this black towel wrapped around him and then he had two pillowcases on his arm and some stringy sitting on his head which is supposed to be hair and he play, was playing freedom and kicking up the water in the bar i'm done I'm and done. i just like these people take it too far too much but i understood what he was talking about because that's it does how make i you feel do that. when i see a puddle it does make you want to do that That song is just amazing i feel I think Joe Budden has actually remixed well, not remixed it, he's taken that beat and he's done his version. Really? And he was saying that he just sees it as kind of like a seminal song of our times, especially in regards to everything that's happened and everything. So he just spit his you know, whatever his verses And it's in keeping with the same theme. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. right, cool. So you know, shouts out to Carla Marie for that. Thank you for like setting my soul on fire and yeah. like, having me look at puddles in a totally different Big way ups. now. And Beyonce, I will see you again next year. Definitely. Hopefully. And um, yeah, so that was that. Come back from come back from Glasgow now. Garage Nation. How what, was what? that? Do you know what? Last year was better. Of course, I'm telling you. It wasn't bad. It was alright. Yeah. I think the reason why last year was better is everyone was really excited because, you know, it's garage music, like, yeah. festival settings, why not? Sounds like a plan, and it was popping. Like, I didn't have one bad thing to say about it. They had Heartless Crew as one of the, the headliners. Miss mm. Dynamite was there. She was great. I think they had a lot of acts there this year, which they didn't have last year. Right. And I don't know if that worked better last year. They had too many acts to the point right. where some of the acts, you could tell that their time was less than what it would have been. Like, Danae was on there for all of, like, two minutes. Oh, really? So we were like, what's going on here? And they were running behind. I yeah. think they just had too much going on. It's like you needed to spread it out a bit Because I think, because maybe people heard that it was lit last year, so yeah. they really kind of went for it this year. But, again, just sometimes that happens. Something can be so, you know, great one year, and then then it kind of almost... People try too hard the yeah. next year, whereas the first year it was organic, you know. It's mm-hmm. just that, so that's kind of like that. That sometimes happens. So, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. So that was it. Was all right. It was all right. Would Short you go delay. again next year? It depends who's on the bill. Mm. I need to see less people on it because I think what they had the first year worked. Perfectly. Yeah. You didn't need all of those people. There was too much people, I think. Yeah. Too much. And I think everybody wanted to be a part of it. So this year was like, fling everybody on the stage. And yeah. then what that actually did was cut into everyone's time. So it just felt like, what was the point of them even being here yeah so yeah so that was that what date was that on that was on the saturday it was a weekend thing so they did the saturday and the sunday but i went on the on the saturday oh they did two days yeah i didn't realize it was two days yeah yeah okay i was still in birthday mode that weekend but a bit more kind of just like laid back hanging out with friends Mm -hmm. dinner drinks more drinks, <laughs> couple more drinks, more drinks. <laughs> so and drinks, yeah. yeah. It was a bit quiet over the weekend. I was like, we heard from Shazzy?" And I was all right." Like, yeah, no. It was like the weekend before on. was more kind of was more jazzy than the weekend mm. after. But I, I definitely feel like my mood was affected by some of the things that had been mm. kind of going on, mm. and it was just like, uh, you know, a little bit deflating. And you know, I still feel kind of emo about it now. So, but I'm definitely. Um, you know when it's my birthday like July's my month isn't it and mm-hmm. I'm going to be spreading it into August and you know <laughs> <laughs> spreading it into August like says, Shazam oh, the you month know. of July is done <laughs> it's mine it's over <laughs> July is mine <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um it's still, you know every day's a birthday we got chat laugh for my cakes thank you oh, we're drinking mimosas in here mm-hmm. only because we got all we all got work tomorrow so um <laughs> yeah i mean every day's every day's a uh celebration so am still accepting gifts and cards oh, god in the, moment, in the moment it's gone it's been Ace. <laughs> Ace already told you I told you a compliment last week. Last no, he didn't even say last week. He said a few weeks ago. I really had to go in my memory bank's like What, what did he say that was she a compliment? She has eyeshadow and Ace was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jump up in your dm's when you're ready, yeah. <laughs> I <was> like, oye. <laughs> oye, oye. <laughs> so yeah, so um yeah, so that's how my kind of weeks have been and moving forward holidays on mm. the lineup. Yeah. I can see sun, I can see beaches. Beaches, not bitches. I can see. <laughs> I well. can see beaches and I can see cocktails. So that's what I'm trying to have happen um, for the next part of the shebang. Mm. Um, and yeah, so that's what it is, man. That's what they do. So we're in a whole new a whole new tick bracket now, but we ain't talking about that. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> we ain't talking about that. Really? <laughs> Double ticks, yeah. <laughs> we ain't talking about that. <laughs> so let's go on to our main topics, law because... Okay, what is the... There's so much. There's so much been going on, right? Politics. I'm tired. Can I just say that my right eye Crazy. is misty? And when it gets misty, that means I'm stressed. <laughs> my right eye. No, I'm being serious. It starts twi- twitching a bit. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's, it's misty. <laughs> it's matter. What did Andrew call it? You know, when you take a picture of yourself, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, you don't have Snapchat. But there's this this filter that you can use on there, Yeah. and it kind of mattifies your face. And I like it that. saying that sounds, It's I like nice. It. I keep like saying to Andrea, "Oh God, I'm mattifying." That's the word that I like to use. I've been saying, "Yeah, I like that kind of misty filter." It's not yeah. misty. It's oh mattifying. no, no, I know what you're talking about because mattifying is just kind of like yeah. But I think you're saying that it kind of gives um... you a bit of a like. Softness, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that kind of like greasiness yeah. that you yeah. normally have on yeah. a day to day basis, it takes that all off. I know what you're talking about. But that's my vision right now, <laughs> that's how I'm seeing you right now, like really? a filter because of this eye. Pouts, yeah, you better like, <laughs> make the best of it because it'll be gone soon. But, um, yeah, no, I'm telling you, I'm tired of all the BS that's been going on. And it, gosh, oh, I, I don't know where to start. Can so, we can just we just start, from, start the top? from the top in terms of politics, <laughs> so Yeah. So Bojo, Boris Johnson, <laughs> oh, aka I Bojo. Way, I'm start like, let me just tell you what this motherfucker here did. Wait, can I have some more um so, champagne? I basically need to get drunk for this. He wants to lead Britain. He was doing Brexit, yeah? He was like, yeah, let's Brexit this mofo. <laughs> so he's gonna Brexit us into hell. So Britain 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 decides. Britain decides, you know, that. Their one little island, let me not say Britain anyway, decides that the one the one island you know that they think is so great, mm. great Britain um would be better off out of the European Union, right? Can I just tell you on that evening that they were doing the vote, so I tried to stay up, yeah. I was on my sofa I was like i need to I need to What's see this? because like this is history in the making, but I thought we're gonna stay because you know we're a sensible set of <laughs> persons. We're a sensible set of people. We will stay and we understand that there's safety in numbers, that, you know, forget all this talk about 350 million or whatever that we pay to them. At the end of the day, we're involved in trade deals. We, we you know, there's free free movement throughout Europe. We're going to, we, we love all of that. We love all of that, us Brits. We're going to stay because we know what's best for us. Wah, wah. So I wake up, I fell asleep, and then I woke up at like, I don't know, 5.30 something. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm falling asleep. Okay, let me quickly turn back on the TV and just see what's going on here. La, when I saw Britain has voted to leave the (laughs) EU, I think I thought my eyes were misty. I started rubbing them. I said, no, 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 no. I've got this wrong, 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 wrong. I looked again. Britain have voted to leave. I said, "Chineke, God, what is this?" (laughs) So, what's it happen? (laughs) So, what's it really happened? I said, "Oh my gosh!" I was, I was like, "No!" Like, seriously, no, 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 no. I'm glad you stayed. I went to bed thinking this ain't gonna be nothing. Like, (laughs) you imagine my shock when I turned on my TV. I was like, I was so confused. Horror! I was just getting ready for work, and I'm walking. I'm just walking aimlessly up and down my corridor. Like, seriously, what happens now? Well, let me tell you, if you're, if you haven't been, if you're not okay with what's been going on, mm. uh, or if you're not from the UK, if you haven't like heard, it's ridiculous. So this, um, one of our politicians, <laughs> Bojo, conservative politician, is lead, is leading this Brexit campaign. So now we're out, the Prime Minister, who wanted to b- remain, mm. Britain should remain, resigns, resigns, he dust out, he <laughs> left, <laughs> he said, yep, Bye, Felicia. Fast <laughs> and just camera. left, done the dance and left. Yeah. So um everyone's thinking, okay, so Bojo now, everyone was already saying before during Bojo. the campaign that he just wants to become prime minister. Anyway, so he had the backative mm. of man like Michael Gove. So just before all the announcements, or just before the end of all the announcements of people who are, you know, throwing their hat into the ring about, you know, they're going to stand to be PM because mm. David uh, Cameron and his absent, ever absent top lip has just gone. <laughs> so Michael Gove now, who's supposed to be Bojo's like, yeah, his dog, his dude, like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm supporting you. He releases some statement saying, you know, he after much thinking about blah, 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 he don't feel like Boris is the man. He like basically Boris ain't man them. Boris ain't my cousin. Boris ain't fam. I don't know why you're calling me cousin because <laughs> we ain't none. We in, in this. We in this. So basically, I, 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 I go. Mm. F- I'm gonna like try it now. Mm. I'm standing for PM. So everyone's like, duh, duh, duh. so then Bojo now comes out. And make some speech, some long-winded speech talking about all his successes as the previous mayor before um, Khan, who we've got now. Yeah, I did this, I did that. I don't remember all these things you You did, gave us That's what you did. I don't remember. You know, I remember what Ken did. <laughs> I remember what Ken lined up. Don't remember what you did. Anyhow, maybe I'm biased. So then he drops at the end, mm. you know, Dub Plate Special, drops it in right at the end That person to be the PM is not me. So basically you've run this Brexit campaign, we've Brexited the, the the building and then you're saying, Fam, fam. (laughs) I'm I'm out. I'm out. Basically. I like, I'm not in this. So I'm just like, what the hell's going on? This anyway, people saying this buffoon could never have been prime minister. Anyway, he doesn't—he hasn't got the mind for it. He's—he's an c- intelligent man, but he hasn't got attention to detail. He won't be able to run a com—a um, a country, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not even a tap. But d- this is the thing. Okay, so you're out, and people are just like ridiculing him. Mm. How could he do this? Extra, extra, etc., etc. So, Conservative Party then have to run a leadership race. Mm-hmm. Theresa May comes out as top dog. Big ups to Teresa. People are saying, oh, look, we've got another woman in power. Isn't that progress? Let's see. Mm. Another topic for another show. Let's see. Um, her speech, yeah, was cool. Her speech was cool about everything that she wants to affect, um, change upon. She mentioned um, black people um, being discriminated against within the legal justice system. She mentioned, you know, the lack of resources for mental health um, people who suffer from mental health issues. She mentioned um, that young people and like, not being able to buy houses, buy houses yeah. etc. So she touched upon those um, buzz hot topics. topics. Yep. Yeah. But let's see if she can follow through because remember, at the end of the day, she's a conservative. Mm. So all this chit-chat, let's see where it gets to mm. and we'll leave it at that. Then, <coughs> then... Bojo, man oh. like Bojo, who started talking about watermelon smiles, who started telling people that yeah. just when you think he <laughs> has gone through the door, <laughs> he gets my back man comes back like spectacular fashion because Theresa May decided it would be a good idea foreign to secretary, make this you know? buffoon the Foreign Secretary of this here country. Can you imagine? We're going to hell. Can you imagine? This man, as you said, with the watermelon smart, like, th- he's got to talk to other people from other countries and kind of, you know, broker mm-hmm. deals with them and relate to them and, you know, have great dialogue with them yeah. and, like, meet them on a certain level. Yeah, This flipping fool, that's what you've given him. Foreign secretary. The one that wanted to... Remain the great island right. alone, outside of away world. from people that don't look like him. So you've made him the foreign. S- Do you know what the word foreign means? <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, this country's yeah palpably aware right. of that. You know, they're, they're very aware of I that. Just I, I can't. You couldn't make this up. You couldn't. You couldn't. People what? are saying that you couldn't. You know, it's better than what's that program on on that show on Netflix? Is it House of Cards or something? About politics, I don't, I don't watch it, but they're just saying it's, Mm. it's got more twists and turns than, um, you know, political dramas, clearly, fictional dramas like that, and it's crazy, Mm. it really is crazy. So David Cameron, the day when he came, was it the day that he came out to announce that, yeah, you know. Theresa May's in I'm out and mm. then when he's walking apparently when he walked back into 10 Downing Street people caught him on on, on audio humming to himself like do 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 like no care in the world yeah. this is what these people are dealing with it's all uh, to me it yeah, feels like it's just so all bad. a big game to them mm-hmm. It's all a big game to them. So while we're seeing, you know, the value of the pound plummet and everyone's worrying about, oh, the is the value of my home plummeting and, you know, interest rates apparently going to take a cut or they, they, they're going to be cut to a, another all-time low. And um, there, was some, there was something else that the, the Bank of England said. I can't even remember. I heard it briefly on the news on my way down here. I'm just like, you know, people are really shocked and worried about these things. But my man... <laughs> Humming simple tunes to himself. I yeah, think they just take thinking? this as a joke. I think they think this is a game. I'm all right, Jack. I'm all right. God, Somebody said to me, oh, you know, because I was looking at pictures of David Cameron and Samantha Cameron. And she always looks stressed, like whenever she's sat, always looks stressed and quite miserable looking. And she's like, oh, I guess it's quite stressful for her. I'm like, stressful? Stressful? Do you understand where they're, what kind of life they're going to have after this? What stress? They've moved into a 17 million pound house. They are fine. I'm not concerned about the cameras in any which way, shape or form. So the fact that you looked at her and was like, oh, I would just thought, no, No. I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be, I'm not, you know, picking on her particularly, but I think people look at, um, people like her and also they say about, um, Prince William's wife, Catherine, Catherine, Kate and they I say tell, yeah. because she looks so slim oh she's she looks stressed i i think that's a i think that's a conscious decision yeah, to, to be the, that yeah. way i think been, that's yeah. a body choice mm. for them so when people say that, I'm like, <laughs> you don't understand. I think in that <laughs> kind of circle, they're Isn't looking at that, that like that's the, they, that's the, the yeah, that's the look. That's the in-thin. Yeah. <laughs> the in-thin. The in-thin. <laughs> jokes! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, so what do you reckon about <laughs> Theresa May, do you think it is, watch this space, remains to uh, be listen, seen? I'm very much, Tories, I don't really trust them at all. Yeah. Because they, as you said, they have their own agenda. They've never represented anybody that looks remotely different to them Mm. or comes from a, you know, I think they represent, you know, upper class, you know, Mm. not even middle class anymore. I think middle class has kind of, very much I'm squeezed yeah it's changed i think it's probably 50 some mm. of them like labor some of them conservative but i feel like they're really about like the one percenters of this country right and they always have been and as much as she's coming out giving speeches with you know the whole buzzwords and oh, you know we're here for young people for black people for this people you know the, you know certain oppressed groups and yeah. groups that really have you know very little rights and freedoms i think the minute she gets this ball rolling she's gonna forget everything that she says and she's gonna you know, do what whatever it is that the conservative government think is right for yeah. Britain. I think it was really concerning that you know the day after it was revealed that we left the EU, that a lot of people were saying things like, "Oh, you know, I didn't think that my vote would count," so I just, I just, just that that is the whole purpose crazy. of voting, and it's just I think they were relying on the ignorance of people because. My thing is this, they led this whole campaign based primarily, I feel like, on immigration. Yeah. It was immigration this, immigration that. They had other, obviously, other things um, in regards to why they wanted to leave. But they led heavily with that. Yeah. And they know that's a hot topic for a vast majority of people that live in this country who are really fearful of people who are either like Polish, Polish. Or have brown and black skin coming over and just taking over everything. They're going to take everything. They're going to take this. They're going to take that, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And then when it all, you know, kind of came to a head, the pounds started to drop, you know, David Cameron was resigning. All of a sudden, it kind of dawned on people like, oh, wait, what? Things are going to start happening and changing. And like, people were scared. And it's like, the people who really you know, kind of voted in that way. I feel like to leave leave. a proper like working class, you know, white English people who probably don't have jobs and kind of have, this A lot of I'm, old people yeah, as well who kinda, maybe have yeah, romanticized, very much romanticized views of like the empire, you know, during the world war and blah blah blah, and you know, probably don't come across anybody outside of their own little realm. So mm. for them, they really feed into this, this whole media frenzy of they're coming to get us, they're coming to get us, and not just that. I think also the stretched resources of like you know, in, in the school system and yeah. the health system and all the rest of it, they've put firmly at the feet of immigrants yeah they don't kind of see that when there are cuts and stuff being made by okay successive governments but in particular that you know the one that we've just had in Mm. this current government because of you know what what happened in the banking crisis and all the rest of it Mm. they're not really joining those dots they're just seeing okay all these immigrants are in which is true on the face of it Mm. and then all our resources are stretched, which is true on the face of it. And they put those two truisms together and then say, "Right, mm. well, it's all the immigrants' fault then. Mm. It's not the fault of um, maybe governments who aren't maybe putting a bit more pressure on the one percenters to spread yeah. wealth a bit more throughout society and throughout our public services mm. so that we don't have situations where people are... Um, i can't remember is it the north middlesex hospital the other day came under fire they said that some they, they'd gone in to kind of monitor it and somebody had died in there and didn't wasn't seen for like yeah. they didn't know he died for like 18 hours he or she for 18 hours and stuff like that and you hear those stories and you think what the hell's happening to the health service ask the conservatives no? mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to ask them no questions it's awesome. the immigrants they did it all they did it all and it's like yeah. are the immigrants in power in this country I, do you know what's funny as well? I've had, not, I've had two random Twitter trolls come on my Twitter. I don't know these people. I feel like there's people out there that have created Twitter accounts just to kind of go at people yeah. for no apparent re- reason. So with everything that's going on with Brexit... All the madness that's going on in America. Yeah. So I think I tweeted something in regards to, you know, I've had a wonderful week and I've really felt the love. I've had a great time with Beyonce. And then I did Garage Nation, spent it with friends. And then I, you know, finished it off with Black Lives Matter. You know, it's been great. And that was it. So then, what's great about Black Lives Matter? I'm like, who are you? Like, where'd you come at? Mm. And more for me because I engaged with this idiot, and what I should have done was press the block button. Yeah, but no. But it was kind. I kind of wanted to hear what block he had delete. to say. What was his main beef? And then I kind of went on his page, and I saw that he was literally going through Twitter, just attacking people who were saying Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Why? Why are you concerning yourself with something that ha- that's happening? you know, in America, you're from Britain, blah, blah, blah. And he just went on and on and on. So, you know, we're having our little back and forths. And what kind of transpired that it was that he was from birmingham he's white he's working class and he was saying that you know everything is for people who don't look like me and blah 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 and like i don't see racism anymore racism doesn't happen mike mm. you're from birmingham really okay cool so <laughs> but you know right he's, you know, white, and he's white he's white middle class and racism and he, doesn't happen yeah And that, you know, he, um, everything is, that's created around his area is for, you know, the Asian people. I think where he lives is a strong Asian, um, fresh out down there. And he was having a moan about that. So I'm like, so you're like, so why don't you go and campaign if if it bothers you so much, mm. go and do something about it rather than sitting there and having a moan. If you feel it's unjust, gang and banging on your keyboard. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you here? Oh, I'm just trying to have a debate. I just want to understand. I'm not, I'm not here to teach you. Like, when I, I can, you don't um, want to understand. Yeah, no, it's like you so, don't want to understand. I'm like, look, there's well a wealth understand. of information out there. If you need to find out about the pl- the plight of black and white people or any oppressed group, you can go Google, Google Bing. Yahoo! <laughs> all of those like resources are at your mm. fingertips. I your don't local the local library, yeah. I don't have the time, like, yeah, I did learn if it about it. It hasn't been closed down Do you know what by I mean? the government. Thank you. Oh, I learned about I did educate myself. I went to school and I think I'm like, school isn't the only place where you can get an yeah. education. Like, expand your mind. Like, it's not just you and your four walls. And I just thought to myself, this is Britain right here, this guy that I'm talking to. Yeah. There's a lot of disenfranchised, you know, young, white, working class people who strongly believe that it's the fault of brown and black people as to why they are they are in the situation that they are in. But what yeah. they fail to realise is that... The reason that you're in this, the situation that, you, that you're in is because there are people who are in power that look like you but aren't in the same class as you, but you're fighting people like me. Mm. I'm from an oppressed group. Mm. So my group, we are going to fight and we are going to complain and we're going to get equal rights whether you like it or not. Mm. If it bothers you so much... That is not my problem. However, your fight is with the wrong people. Yeah. The people that are oppressing you look like you. They just have more money. Yeah. So you need to take that and energy. And they don't give a shit about right, you. Take that energy and direct it to over there. Yeah. Okay? Because what you're doing is exactly what they want you to do. And that is to have your energy and all your hate thrown at us because we don't want to be killed in the street. Yeah. We don't want to be marginalized. We want to have equal rights. We're fighting for things that every human being in this planet should have, yeah. We don't want. We, we don't want to. We don't want to face harsher sentences right. in the criminal justice system just because we're brown. you. you oh. know, we don't want to be treated poorly within the the mental health system because we're brown. We don't want to, you know, go into have, have have young men arrested and being treated in a certain kind of way right. and asphyxiated in police stations because they're brown. And we don't want to have. There's like apparently about 1,500 deaths that have happened in this country, because this Mm. is what the guy's complaint was. It's over there. We've had 1,500 deaths, probably a little bit over than that, in police custody. In this country, nobody has been charged for that and they're all black people. Yeah. Right? So if you think there's not a problem with race and the police in the UK... Google Sean Rigg. You've got another thing coming. You have another thing coming. There's so many. And that's why I was saying to this guy... Do your research. I actually sent him. There's um, a documentary called Injustice. Yeah, I mm. sent that to him. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Why? That's what I'm saying. That's why I wouldn't even I engage. Was just like, do you know what? That's why I wouldn't get your good. Yeah. Lala, I did I too. I was really like, I was like, okay, let me do a little. If you really are concerned, if you really it, you're, nuts, feel in, though, you're not. Though, I said go and watch. I said all the names in that documentary. There, you can search them. Nothing. You know in there what? Do you know? it's you know? Not yeah. Do you know the thing that I always find really uh, interesting? That when we, so I just mean the black community globally, mm. stand up and say, "This is affecting us. Mm. This is wrong. We don't like this. We want this to change." Wherever that has happened, yeah. Wherever that has happened, there's always. A kickback mm. and there's a kickback from people who you just think, why are you concerned about us talking about what 's impacting us negatively mm. why do you why are you concerned to kick i, I honestly i 'm being genuine i'm not i'm not being you know purposely obtuse about this why are you concerned with how does it affect you? Even if, even if you don't think that we're going through what we yeah. say we're going through, where is all this vim and vigour coming from <laughs> to kick back? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, what are you saying? What do you mean? Why aren't you just Racism about... ended a long time ago, mate. We're all one now. But the thing is, <laughs> why aren't you just saying, okay, look, they're just moan. It's just like... It's just okay. So you walk into a shop, okay, mm. and you see somebody at the counter complaining about something which they bought, which was either off or it's not. It wasn't fit for purpose, right? And you see, and that's between them mm. and the shopkeeper. <laughs> you don't interject. Man. I just excuse can't me, think love? Of myself interjecting and saying, no. "I think that meat's all right." Yeah, you no, I'm take it sorry. Home. You should be should be satisfied with that. You What's shut my your mouth? own? <laughs> what is my own? That's like. I'm asking, what's my, why am I going to get involved in that? I don't even understand mm. the kickback. I only understand the kickback when I think you're being disingenuous. You know, they know that the these issues. things, yeah. that these issues exist. To and say actually, that racism doesn't exist. It suits you yeah. for it to continue to exist. And your kickback is you're afraid that there will be a shift. Mm. There will be a shift and there will be a shift towards equality and that doesn't suit you. Mm. And that's what I see in kickback. Yeah. And that's when I start realising it's just, you know, it's it's deeper than you think. It's deeper than you think. So, yeah, that's all Brexit has done as far, as far as I'm concerned, is brought out all these little closeted racists to think they can come out and say whatever it is they want to say. And people are shocked about it. I ain't shocked. I'm not shocked at all. I'm just like, absolutely not shocked. I'm not that girl. This, I listen, you will get cursed out. Yeah? Easily. But I'm just absolutely not shocked. I see people on social media, in, you know, mass media, talking about, oh, gosh, it's really revealing. What do you mean, revealing? (laughs) We've been new. (laughs) We've been knowing. This is what we've been telling you. Yeah. Not for decades, for centuries. This is what's been happening, and this is this is what's what's funny to me is that you know this everything that's going on in regards to these 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 murders that I like that I'm going to call them because that's what they have been. I'm seeing people murdered on social media, and a lot of people are like, "Oh no, I can't watch it. It's awful. Mm. It is awful, and we shouldn't have to watch that." But however, it's almost becoming like a bit of a necessary evil, mm. only because this is something that we've been saying for God knows how long. And now, because it's a visual thing, now it's in your face. Now you can't deny what the tapes are yeah, showing there's still, you. There's still people out yeah. there and then, Yeah, there's still people out there denying it. However, it's like these killings are going to get worse. And you're going to see how we are disproportionately targeted and not given the same... You know the same rights or the same freedoms or the same you know kind of or even the same compassion. Yeah, then. nothing. It's like our black black bodies that like mean nothing. Like and to see that it just burns my soul. With the you know the Philandro Castile kind of incident that got I haven't me. Haven't watched it. Can't watch it. That that got me slightly more than um, Alton Sterling. So Only that and that because they At the end of, um, after um, Philandro got shot. In his vehicle, when he was reaching for his identification, which he told the officer he was, having informed him that he had a firearm, which he was licensed to carry. Right, all of that, yeah. But that doesn't matter, Shaz "Like, What did he do? He must have done something previously, you know, because Mm. obviously we're so evil, we just deserve to get shot for just breathing. Mm. So, you know, after that happened, and then I heard this little child's voice in the back. Mummy, it's okay, mummy. Mummy, don't worry, mummy. In the mommy. same vehicle. In this, and then it like They just let off bullets into Yeah, his daughter, light. his four-year-old baby girl was in the car. That got me. And I'm just like, uh, just honestly, people, seriously, what needs to happen next for you to understand and fully understand that people who are paid to serve and protect everyone, this is what is going on. This isn't a one-off case. This isn't a... That's the saddest thing. It's not a one-off yeah. case. This happens know, all the time. You know, when you see, I see this this um, piece of text sometimes just as pe- on people's Instagram and stuff like that. The violence is not new. It's the cameras that are yeah. new. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's that, what it is. That actually made me start thinking. Mm. It's so true. Like, So there are there are undoubtedly now. Mm. Don't tell me that there's not. There are undoubtedly now cases. Okay, there could be US cases, but there could be cases here as Mm. well, where people, let's deal with what we've seen in the US. Men have been shot maybe in the street, maybe in their cars, maybe just we don't know where, never to be seen, and then an officer will come and say he resisted, he was being aggressive, I thought he was reaching for a firearm, I was in fear of my life, and end scene and then that's it that's it and it's only the family that will be carrying with them Mm. but i know my son i know my cousin i know my dad i know my partner i know my husband he wouldn't have done that Mm. he's not he's not he's not crazy he knows what time it is he wouldn't have done that but no cameras police officer i was in fear of my life It's is over, isn't it? Mm. Look at the one where they shot the man that was running away. away. Yeah. Oh, shot oh, him in scared. his back eight times. You were so scared. You, you shot him and in then, his back eight times and then you dropped, Right, um, was it a gun or a yeah. or some sort of weapon by him to, him to try and cover up the fact that you shot this man in cold blood. So these are the cases that we're seeing on tape. Think about the instances where, that we don't see. That we don't see. Where there's been no one who's had the the, the frame right. of mind to point a camera phone when there were no camera phones. And this is and I I don't know what space that woman was in for her to even press record because to me if I'm sitting, thinking to myself if I was in I'd be freaking out. The last thing I'd be thinking about. But you know is what the that, press. But you know she. Is? I watched an interview with her and she said I had to remain calm, and I remained calm for my daughter in the back of the seat because I I had to think about her safety now because the man at that point and her psychological trauma. Yeah. Was still pointing the gun towards the car. So he could have shot the baby in the back and he could have shot her. So she's keeping, and you can hear it in the tape. You can tell that she's keeping calm to keep the police officer who's trained to be calm in these situations to keep him calm. So he doesn't set up another set of bullets into the four year old and to her. And I'm like, if you organise it if the police you need to get it together because this denial that you have that there isn't a problem. Yeah. This is the problem right here and this is yeah. what makes people angry because we've all been saying this. We've been saying it. Like I don't know what else we need to do. How many more deaths? How many more and to me I'm just like In front of four years. Right. And also as well, like the police that like, I would imagine like the average everyday police officer there were certain rules and regulations that are set in place actually to protect you as well, right? So for you to kind of like not speak up in regards to all the bad police officers that are within your organisation, you're actually shooting yourself in the foot. You should be angry at this. You should be like, I don't want nothing to do with this. You need to go. You shouldn't have a badge and you definitely shouldn't have a gun. You need to come out of this organisation. you mm. you're, not, you're not part of this. Shouts out to the the female police officer i can't remember her name Saw that video who was so angry and incensed and that's how you should all be feeling yeah. you should all be like this isn't happening no more because actually this makes our job harder we have to go into these neighborhoods we have to go into certain situations where our lives could be at risk and we've got these flipping idiots who feel like they're above the law and can just shoot whatever they... this ain't the wild wild west yeah. would you what are you doing except it is what are you doing sad thing so the minute You know, you decide to get yourself together as an organisation and kind of acknowledge the fact that, you know what, we've done wrong, we've been doing wrong for a long time, but you know what, we're going to make a change. All those people that are within our organisation fucking up, we're about to kick them out. That's all that needs to happen next. And maybe if you do that, maybe communities might have more trust in you. Maybe you might be able to get more convictions for people that are actually doing wrong and who need to be imprisoned and in jail. That's, that is your job. It isn't your job to act as executioner just because somebody's got a broken taillight or somebody was driving in the wrong side of the road or somebody was talking back to you. Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? It's, ne- it's, ne- it's those kind of reasons are just a cloak for their... Like I say, it's a pathological, deep disdain, hatred, fear, all of the above of brown skin. And it's disgusting. Oh man. It's making me not want to go to the States. I don't want to give my money to a government that looks at people that looks like me and thinks, and thinks that they, they are dispensable. Yeah, no, disposable. I'm, I, I don't want to do that. I, I really that. don't. And I'm, this is somebody who travels to the States a lot. So for me to go out there and say that and be like, nah, I can't put my money into your economy. If you've literally, you've got a man up there called Mr. Trump, who is, you know, to me, part of the problem of this as well. Because the way that he's been inciting certain things that have been going on Mm -hmm. right about now, America's not the place I want to be. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'll take my money. I'll go elsewhere. This needs to be sorted out. Yeah. I feel you um sorry i got my soapbox just about then but it just everything just kind just... of no, that's what we're about here Ooh, that's what we're about here good lord one of the things that um we were gonna ask um was do you so do you you uh, do you agree or disagree or do you think it's wrong or do you have any comment to make mm. because there were several comments on social media About people saying, oh, why are we over here in the UK marching for something that happened in America? How comes when these... No, let me leave that bit aside. So firstly, people out there saying, why are people out here marching for something that happened in America? It's nothing to do with us. Really? Okay. Okay, first of all let's talk about the relationship between Britain and America, okay? We know it's a long relationship. It's very extensive, okay? You know, what's the saying if if America farts or if, uh, if, if America sneezes and Britain catches a cold or something like that? So my thing is... I don't see it as an American problem. I see it as a black problem because, mm. as I said, I could, we could be over there right now, Cheryl. We yeah. could be driving a car. Yeah. Our ta- tail light could be broken. Yeah, they could pull us over and they could shoot us. Yeah. They're not going to spend the time to be like, "Oh, are you from? You're from the UK? Let me u- leave you alone." Mm. In the minds of racists, that that doesn't happen. Mm. They don't do that. They just see black and that is it. And that is what I see. Um, In regards to this not being our problem, this is a global problem it's as far as I'm problem. concerned. Anywhere there, there is an oppressed group of people and they're going through shit, you're supposed to speak out, you're supposed to say that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, um, there are many issues across the world. I'm not denying that. I know some people will be like, well, if you're going to march for those people, what about those people living here and what about those people living there? Listen, I'm supportive of everything that is going on that is negative and not supposed to be happening. Yeah. And if something touches your psyche right. in the way that... And no doubt those those images, those images being shared on social media showing, um, you know, black men being killed by law enforcement officers. If something touches you in that way, why why do you have to, wouldn't it be artificial to say, but that's mm. in America. So whatever emotion and feeling I have about that, let me just ignore it because it's in America. That doesn't, that's, that doesn't it's make sense. Ridiculous. It like, doesn't okay, make so sense. I live here. My family is in Jamaica. Should I not give a toss about what's happening over there? Because, right. you know, it's <laughs> in Jamaica, yeah, when, when, does, when the Chibot you girls made those went rules. missing in right. Nigeria, I could have said, oh, well, you know, that's the world away. That's Nigeria. So, I mean, I'm not even Nigerian. I don't live in we Nigeria. And went. we went We I, I went. Yeah. Because it, it, if something touches a core with you and you feel like I need to do something, then do it. OK, it's not down to the individual to tell you what you should and shouldn't feel yeah. away for. This is totally down to you. And if it touches you and you feel like you want to do something, you can do something, then do it. Didn't do like, it. You can't, you know, support everything. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. There's so much going on in the world. But if there is something that really strikes a chord with you, then be like, you know what, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be supporting. Yeah. You don't know the knock on effect of what of how that can kind of, you know transform into something else yeah who's to say that the you know black lives matter um, uh, march that happened over the weekend isn't inspiring another group of people yeah. who are also oppressed to be like do you know what we need to do what they're doing yeah we need to make sure that we've got equal rights for x y and z yeah we need to do this that and the third great that's wonderful be about it do you see what i'm saying like i'm here for everybody that is being oppressed and should have equal rights so for me, anybody that wants to chat this nonsense about oh it happened over there, then what I would say to those people is well okay you're saying that but what do you do to champion or to support you know the injustices that are happening in the UK and I can guarantee you nine times out of the ten they don't even know what's going on over here yeah. but they want to talk about why you shouldn't be supporting what's going on over there yeah you don't support over there and you definitely don't support here it's just here. argument for so argument's sake don't is what I observed right on if social you're this media everyday all activist yeah. and like, I'll keep my mouth shut but I know that you're not yeah I know that you're not. It's just argument for. So the next, and then one of the the next questions that were were being posited on um, social media. Well, what does marching do anyway? <laughs> Okay, so this is the thing, like, any idiot that asks that question, I know you've got to be an absolute fool. buffoon. Because if you You're think a buffoon. that people that? <laughs> who are marching are under the impression that, you know, if we just march for, like, all of 30 minutes and everything will be sorted in the world, yeah. it's not about that. It really isn't. Anything that ever got resolved or anything that kind of inspired any kind of change, it's been a combination of different things that happens or Different forces, so right. So it might be that you decide, right, I'm going to go and march. And I might decide, you know what, I'm actually going to, you know, try and lobby, you know, through my local MP or somebody else might be like, I'm going to start a petition. And then, and, and, and then be able to say, right. and look at the people that support what maybe I'm writing to you right. personally in this letter. Right? Do you see what so I'm saying? So this is it. So it's a combination of different things, but we need to get the ball rolling somewhere. I feel like marches do inspire people to, you know, to feel like they're they're not completely powerless. And to me, yeah. that's a great thing. That is. It makes people think, do you know what? I'm going to try and do something. I want to do something. It's a starting yeah. point. It's a positive message to people in power of look how many people mm. are aware of this issue. Look how many people are against this behaviour that we see. Mm. Look how many people are saying we are going to stand up and be counted on this issue. Mm. And sometimes that is the sh- that's the, the shock That may be the powers that be do need. As they're sitting, you know, sitting on their hands, they don't have to do anything until people get together and get active and say, this ain't going down. We've put you in this position. We're paying you. You're going to change it, whether you you like it or not. You're going to do this. We're going to get equal rights. Case study. Poll tax. You don't have to like me. You don't have to do none of that stuff. But I'm going to get what is mine. And that is the bottom line of everything. For anybody to be out there and actually complaining and be like mortified by the fact that people who are oppressed and have been oppressed and been saying it for god knows how long and you have an issue with that you have an issue with equal rights equal do you know what the word means no No, do you know the thing is a number of people don't that's another that's another subject. A number of people don't, and that's why a lot, there is that kickback. What we were talking about before, right because people don't understand what true equality means. They just think it means this being exactly the same. Yes. As this is forgetting context, right. forgetting history, <laughs> forgetting all the rest <laughs> of it. But yeah, long. no, they don't. But the thing, that, the, as a comment that I just made was, mm. look at what happened when um the poll tax was introduced. Yeah. People listen, they, went bananas. they weren't having it. They were like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> they were out there in the country. Month, I live in this country, you take everything, every little pay, penny I get, and now you want to fling poll tax yeah. on top. Marching turned into like riots, disturbance. You've lost your ever loving mind. had to change it. They had to, it's you know, funny about that because that affected everybody. Right. It didn't matter if you were black, white, Asian, right. whatever. And people were like, Nah. You, you, this happening. country bleeds me dry enough. I've got no poll tax for you. So it had to happen. And it's like, revolution will always happen, change. And it's like, oh, what's, the, what's the Gil Scott um, Heron song? The revolution will not be televised. Hmm. But actually, it is being televised yeah, age, because yeah. of the internet. And like you know, I said before, it's this is where the internet is slightly a blessing because... We live in a very visual society now. Mm. If people don't see it, it's not true. Mm. People need to see things. Mm. People needed to see Philandro Castile being shot like that. They needed Mm. to see Alton Sterling. Mm. And I don't want to see anybody dying like that in that way Mm. on on TV, knowing that they've got family Mm. and people who are going to be watching that forever. However when it comes to black people and us losing our lives, nobody has ever believed us in the numbers that we've been saying. We are being oppressed. We've been treated poorly by the people who are supposed to be looking after us and it's not happening. It's come to a day and age in 2016 where this has, has to be filmed for people to say, "Raw, they ain't lying. Mm. And they, but there's still yeah, people There's that still are people who are like. oh, fighting but he, it. The, the Tommy Lahrens of this world, the Fox Newses of this he world. He should have not the Donald Trumps of this world. What were they doing? Why were they out there? Why was he or she dressed like that? They shouldn't have talked that. They shouldn't have done this. They shouldn't have. Shut up. Shut up. Even, 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 um, you know, that, that, old guy that people there were pictures of him going around the internet mm. and um he had like a what a gray beard and people were saying oh he looks great for 74 then right, it turned out he yeah. wasn't 74 <laughs> he's, he's in his 50s. He and he doesn't suck. look so good without the beard and people were calling him mr still your grandma <laughs> even he came out with some you know he used his fifteen seconds of fame to come out with some bollocks about oh so some respectability politics. Oh I mean if you you know if you talk politely and don't wear sagging pants and all of that crap Mm. all of that bull crap you know these kind of things can be avoided and all of that shit. No it can't because you know Philandro Castile wasn't any of those things. He was he wasn't even driving the car, he was in the passenger side.
1: Ask we know ID. that these things happen. So we need
0: to say it. This is what is happening. Stop making excuses for people who will literally blow you away yeah. just by looking at them wrong. Yeah. I'm not here for it. Yeah. It just it's ridiculous. Oh dear. Black lives matter. telling you, oh did you see the hashtag where they were like, Oh, did Black Lives Matter um um I think did Black Lives No did all lives matter when when?" yeah and people give examples as to when, you know, obviously we were being oppressed. Yeah. And there was no all lives matter then. They just left us to just get trampled on and you know, and it's just like, yeah, and this is the reason and any fool will tell you clearly all lives matter however we have an issue with the police and them acknowledging the fact that they are totally messed up when it comes to people of color yes yeah, it's, it's everything it's not right. just police the whole criminal justice system you know both this. here and in, in the US but the thing is i it always amazes me that people choose when they see the hashtag and the statement black lives matter to read implicitly into that mm. only black lives matter <laughs> i just wonder why <laughs> where do you get only you know, why, why don't you see Black Lives Matter as well? Mm. Why does that never come to your small mind? And then when, that's when I'm going to be looking at you out of the side of my eye. Because if you read it like that, yeah. that's, your in, in, that's your inherent kickback. You don't want us to matter. That's why you see Black Lives Matter. You're like, no, no. <laughs> outrage. 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 Did you see what um, Fetty Wap tweeted? No. Was it something about his children are yeah. mixed race? Wait, all lies matter, but my kids are mixed. Oh, everybody was like, what are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. You've got to stop making these, stop bloody, doing it. you got to stop lauding these people. Okay, you made a tune, <laughs> you made a couple tunes, and now don't get me wrong, Fetty. <laughs> I bounced to those tunes. <laughs> like Trap Queen, was it? Banned. Great. But do you know what? This is where people need to start looking at the music, mm. taking the music for what it is, but you see the artists leave them over have there. no expectations. Yeah. Have, low, have expectations, low expectations, in fact. Expectations. Oh, my kids are mixed. What the hell? What? Foolishness. So you think your children are exempt from racism because they've got a mixture of different races? Oh, right? gosh. Like in okay. America as it's well, very tough. Know. T- right. Can you imagine? I have never come across... We've never come across a situation where... Police officer, but wait, hang on a minute. You look like you've got a bit of white. In you. I'm gonna leave you be. I'm gonna leave you alone because <laughs> you can extend your white privilege. Is your mum white or is your dad white? Which is it? Okay, so if we just imagine that your dad's here and yeah, he can take his white privilege and leave you alive, yeah, and leave you alone. Oh, right? please, now. people exercise your the. Be- your brain man definitely Jesus. okay let's move it on mm. and let's move on to something a bit lighter a little bit lighter uh i want to go over one of our relationship dilemmas mm. keep your relationship dilemmas your comments Every your two. feedback your i was gonna say your dick pics no <laughs> <laughs> we haven't actually received any of those um coming to our email address two girls podcast (laughs) at At gmail.com so the number two (sighs) girls podcast at gmail.com and any relationship dilemmas you send in to us put it in the subject bar as well relationship dilemma just so we know and we can just go to it straight and fish through all the um all the other messages saying cheryl we love you we love you (laughs) Love raises well <laughs> my business. I delete them before you see them though. Stop it. Stop! <laughs> right, so we got this uh relationship dilemma from a young lady who says a few weeks ago I found pornographic pictures of my boyfriend's ex on his computer. Look at that! Mm-hmm. When he came at home, I flew at him calling him all the names under the sun. He insisted he hadn't been cheating and hadn't seen her for how long. He says the ex-girlfriend, he puts, she puts the name, but I won't read it out. He says the ex-girlfriend never accepted their split and was given his new email address for your mutual friend. That sounds like lies. He said the <laughs> fact that he doesn't hide his email access from me shows he'd done nothing wrong. False thinking. But couldn't explain why he hadn't immediately deleted the sexual pics from her. I want to believe him, but even if he hasn't cheated, I can't bear the thought that he's been looking at these pics of his ex and didn't think to get rid of them. I don't know what to do. Please help me. Is this considered cheating? Does he want? Do you reckon he wants one last go with his ex? Should I worry about it or not? Is this considered cheating? It's very inappropriate. It's completely inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Wait, 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 wait. So I've gone into my computer or a computer and i've seen in my present boyfriend's emails mm. recently sent to him sexually explicit picture from his ex <laughs> and they're just still there live and direct dirty pictures someone's got some someone's got some answering to do you've got some answer why have you saved the pictures why have you Saved the pictures. <laughs> you need to have that talk with your man. Yeah, because I'll, I'll be concerned. Yeah. I'm Okay, he can't control what she's done. Mm. And if he's like just free and easy with his email access, then yeah, I mean, perhaps that does say something, but not very much in my experience. Mm. Um, but he, her having his email address, right, okay, she could have got it from somewhere else. But for her to think that she could... Get away with without receiving some kind of bruh, what are you doing? Mm. Like, don't ever do that again. Some kind of rebuke from him that she thought she could actually send those pictures, and she did send them. And then taking it a step further, he he <laughs> kept them. Yeah. They're not being deleted. That's what's getting me it's nah. like you kept them. nah, because as you said, she can't control. What this girl is doing, yeah. right? Neither can he, for that matter. However, I think it's quite telling the fact that he actually kept them, because if I, if not I, sorry, if she, <laughs> yeah, if she kept pictures of her exes, kind of you know nudes or whatever is inappropriate pics, can you imagine? Can you imagine the all that would happen? Exactly. Yeah. If so, if, so if a dude sent her a dick pic yeah. and she just kept it and it's just there, I would. <laughs> Wait, what? You just... Can't be world rule free, mate. No, that's what I'm saying. So I think it's completely inappropriate. I think... I don't think you should... I don't think if the worry that you're asking about, should you be worried if you're thinking, oh, that there's something going on between them. Mm. I don't know if I'm there on the information that you've given. I don't know if I'm there, but you should be worried yeah, but about... I would be questioning my man. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, why nah. haven't you deleted them? Why does she think is that okay. it's okay mm. why doesn't she know that you being with me the whole situation that we're dealing with that we're in right now mm. means that that would be completely inappropriate like that would go down like a lead balloon she is that's deep mm-hmm. you're not even sending an email saying hey how are you i really miss you you're sending sexually explicit pics now nah. nah, you've got that means you Get don't on. you don't rate what he's in now <laughs> You don't respect what he's in now. He's not respecting the ting. If he's not respecting the ting, you got to do away with the thing. Yeah. (laughs) So I think, I think, um, I don't know. Let's forget about putting a label on it on whether it's considered cheating. I don't think that's your issue. I think it's inappropriate and he's being very disrespectful. Right. And you need to tell him. Right. It needs to stop. Yeah. And maybe he may need to set her straight Mm. in terms of, just telling her that was hella inappropriate. Why is he not doing that anyway? Don't. Yeah. That's what you doing. need to do. If you listen, you may well just be going through the inbox. Mm. The inbox ain't the place to be. I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> the scent box <laughs> is the ah, place ah, to be. Yeah. Like, That's what you need to be going how through. Are you responding. Right? That's mm. what you need to be going through. Forget the inbox. Forget what's coming in. Look at what's <laughs> the going scent out. Box. So, see, as he as he said, oh, got your pictures, uh, yeah, now nah, don't do that again. Or as he said, got your pictures, babe, Hubba, about Do you know what I mean? Then yeah, you kind of yeah. know really where his mind's at with it. So, I think my conclusion on, of it is forget about worrying about oh is that cheating him receiving the pictures or him looking at the pictures that's not your problem your problem is why is she comfortable to send them why is he comfortable retaining them and what's going to be going on what is Mm. the message he's going to give to her from here on because the message of of silence and saving them is like yeah that's it's all gravy yeah and it's not it's completely not it's completely inappropriate I can't even imagine the sort of swear words that I would be using in that circumstance. Mm -hmm. Like, just wouldn't be having it. So, my love, who sends us um, this relationship dilemma, um, that's what I think you need to do. You need to find out what he sent back, if anything, why he kept them. Does he want one last go with his ex? Just ask him, why are you keeping these pictures? Because... I don't think it's about him wanting one last go. I think it's him not respecting your boundaries and Mm. your relationship boundaries and keeping them. He may, you know, he may just just be looking at them and just, I don't know, reminiscing, but that's wrong. That's like, that's all levels of wrong. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's even going to do anything with her, but it's too much. Yeah, Yeah. way too much. Way too too much. So yeah, my view is speak to him. We always say, you know what, we always say in all of these relationship dilemmas, one of the main messages has to be a conversation needs to be had. Nobody actually talks to anybody anymore. They just like, just like, I don't know, they just get involved in these relationships and then things happen. They're like, oh, yeah, I didn't know you were like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't know you had those tendencies. Yeah. Nah, you need to think about. Right. Who you align with. Right. Get to know people. Mm. Get to know people. Okay, so that's um our relationship dilemma. Like we said, if you have um a relationship dilemma that you want us to get into, to give you advice upon, email us two girls at gmail.com. Um all other feedback also welcome. So last segment, La, last segment, la, last segment shady corner versus the light du- you du- are du- the light. and this light's getting in my eyes <laughs> my studio lights or something else. i'm telling you after and yeah like we i wrote oh, there's so many things that went on like we could do a whole a whole show and just in this really because <laughs> a lot of people just being ridiculous i don't know if i should put this person in the shady corner but it was very funny who Oh, rich homie Kwan. Of course, he's going in a shady <laughs> corner. do Not mess about. Did you watch the VH1 Honors Awards? I saw just the clips of his supposed tribute to B.I.G. Okay, so let me tell the people. If you didn't watch it, so Come basically on, VH1. They have their hip hop. Wanna honors? sit more? On yeah. the living room flop? The they Nintendo, were like, wait, wait, wait. No. Let me tell the Pick people. Up the let me get there. That let me get there. Night, <laughs> head in the. Mo- I can do it. What they? <laughs> Let me get there. So basically, they had this hip hop honors award and it was honoring like all these female MCs Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper, Lil Kim, and who's the other person? Missy Elliott, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously, they bring on all these young guns to come on and do their little impressions of whoever person they're kind of honoring. So, this particular performance was Lil Kim, she came out, did her thing, and she decided to perform Get Money. And she invited Rich Homie Quan. Now, the minute I heard money. this name, I thought to myself, hmm, that's an odd get choice. Get money. I'm not really known for rapping, but okay. Get money. I see that, you know, you're trying to kind of reach out money. to the younger audience. With, and you know, obviously, he's, he's, he's happening and he's hip at the moment. Okay. That I understand. What I didn't understand was you were given one job. <laughs> One job to do, Rich. I don't understand. All I need, is as one Shazza mic. said, <laughs> it's one, one. It's not even a full verse. It's part of a verse, and my man got it wrong from the get, from the get go. I think he got the first line out. Not, not even the line. It ended like in a in a kind of mumble. <laughs> you want to see yeah put your hands up uh, I just, uh, and Kim was there trying to rescue it trying to back. rescue it but it's like it's such a classic song yeah. if you get that wrong you we can't. all gotta know so Kim you couldn't save him he couldn't save came him came out with a Coogee sweater and everything you and made he still no, Come on, He's rolling in his grave right now. Like, why Fuming. did you get this Fuming. to do my song? This was ridiculous. <laughs> Wasn't there no one else available? <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I really don't know. I was speaking in. And then, then I thought, so who else could have, you know, VH1 got to do this with Little Kim? Mm. But then I think to myself, actually, it would have to be someone like a rich homie Kwon because I don't think they could... Maybe not afford the lights of like a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar or mm. you know, somebody that actually can piece words together, yeah, but they that, to that, a beat. I don't think it would have worked with, um, you know, Kendrick, wrong coast. I don't think it would have worked, and yeah, but J- he's from Atlanta, yeah. But then it's, it's still the wrong look, isn't it? It's still the wrong look because Biggie's like party and bullshit. Yeah, so it needs that, to be that no. kind of vibe of a no, what I'm making is that. Biggie's a lyricist. Mm. Kendrick Lamar's a lyricist. J. Cole's a lyricist. Rich homie Kwan, Kwan, no disrespect, is not. He's Mm. a mumbler. Mm. So my thing is... Mumbler. He's a mumbler. He's a a mumbler. (laughs) Why don't you get somebody who is a modern day lyricist to do that? But then I think Kendrick and J. Cole, all these people are kind of quite... I don't mean to be mean, but they're probably a little bit out of the pay grade budget. For, for this award show. I just think uh, yeah, I just think yeah, no, it just I yeah, I couldn't really I don't think it was that 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 level, that vibe. Mm. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Even the ones that came out to honour Kim. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I mean? It's the But that's what I'm saying, they got the younger <laughs> hands going these, down. These younger lower <laughs> the <cats laughs> who they think, yeah, these yeah. are the up and comers, mm. let's get them to do do so, which I'm totally fine with, but they just need to be able to it's a sixteen bar. You couldn't do a six you could, you just couldn't do it You want to see? You found that Kuji sweater they though, innit? <laughs> <laughs> you I found the Kuji sweater but you couldn't go to Google they got, and get the lyrics. Oh, sex Not night, even on your on again. your phone, uh, <laughs> or on the back of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. <laughs> you want to You go and You, shut shut do do you do go say shut up before you go in there. <laughs> idiot <laughs> are you putting me in shady corner yes. but i'm just trying to do what the rich homie Kwan no do. the moment's gone he ruined it god ruined a good song for that you forever stay in yeah shady he's definitely going shady corner because i love big yeah and those those kind of those lyrics were classics so yeah who else is going in there oh david hey we need to talk about this this because this I man i can't this man this let me get my where's my phone I where can't. is it Sorry, sorry, people, give me Hashtag a Hashtag Oreo, you know. He, uh, I don't know what's going on with people. And I don't know if it's because, you know, again, he's part of the whole UK team who thinks that, you know, things that happen outside of the UK it's not important or, no, you the know. No, because they're completely unaware of things that go or, on here. You know, whatever. I feel uh, like he had a Pharrell moment, a new black moment. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Boy. Even Pharrell looks like he's getting himself together. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, just, he is. Here it is. He is he gets so, it now. yeah. So, David Hay decided to tweet UK police treat us brothers a lot better than they do in the USA. This one wanted to take us back to her place. So, that was a picture of him yeah. with a white female police officer. Yeah. Sandwiched next to my, my husband, um, Joshua. Anthony Joshua. How dare yeah. you include him in this tweet in first? In fact, of all. I was speaking to him about that. <laughs> I was saying, Anthony, never again. <laughs> Just mind just yourself there. Step away from... Step away from... Femi? People, or is it yeah. Yemi? Which one is that? <laughs> They're going to ruin you. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we need to talk about... First of all, it's kind of... Not only is it misogynistic, it's actually ridiculous and just stupid because I'm like... I really would wish people would kind of take the time to do a little bit of research into the interactions between black people in this country but why? Should, what? what how much research be, does he need to know okay. does he Does he know you don't know people well clearly he thinks he's exempt because he, he's hugging up this woman maybe he's exempt because of who he is but he must have friends who have recounted to him anecdotally mm. things that have been going on have you not paid attention to the news have you not paid attention to black media david hay stop acting brand new stop it and as somebody pointed out in my, um, my comments below, oh, much better, eh? Question mark. Tell that to the families of um, Christian Alder, Brian um, Douglas, Mark Duggan, etc. I think those punches to your head have affected <laughs> your ability to think straight. <laughs> those Sorry. are just three names. Three <laughs> names. They're here. They're not in America. They're here. So, and I want to say this to people who have a platform. Someone Be- said that for your <laughs> project. <laughs> you know, I want to say this to people who have a platform. Be really mindful of how you're speaking on this particular subject, especially yeah. if you have melanin in your skin. Because I went onto David Haye's page after speaking to, um, you know, a queer. And she actually made a really good point that what this has actually done has actually his a lot of his followers have left comments that are really misogynistic and racist. And it's just brought them all out. Oh, yeah, David, you could tell she really wanted one from you and blah. So Ugh. this just like you know, this little tweet here that you sent has actually spurred on a whole bunch of BS that, you know, people think is OK. Oh, it's just, you know, it's just banter. It's just dis- it's disgusting. Like, no. Yeah, And this police officer here, like, I'm sure she didn't want to be subjected to that kind of Oreo. Oreo. Are you mad? And you've got Anthony there just, like, unsuspecting, like, not understanding or even knowing what's going on because of this. I'm like, no. I've warned him. Take him away. (laughs) Take him away. Yeah. So you can go in Shady Corner, you flipping idiot. Yeah. For Um, for the levels, actually. Because you're right. That was... um, Misogyny. What kind of comment is that? She she wants this one even wanted to take us what yeah shut up David take us back to her place okay. shut up whatever. So let's do let's get rid of the shady corner because I like to do the you are the light because I I feel like in this day and age we need to kind of highlight pe- highlight people that are doing some really great stuff. So I need to shout out um, Ayushat Akambi. I think I hope I pronounce that correctly. So this is the young lady who organised the. Black Lives Matter UK, she's very young, Very woke. March or the whole movement. The I think she organised the march. So she wrote on her Instagram: "I'm desperate to have a conversation with people. I'm desperate for ideas. Open-minded individuals to attend. I'm desperate for this not to end as soon as Kylie Jenner drops a controversial selfie. I really want an honest space for us all to discuss, all to address our role in the destruction of the entire planet and our hidden presumptions about people based on their race slash identity." I'm like, do you know what? This is what I'm talking about. So mm. all those people bitching and complaining about March is not doing, not being, um, you know, not useful. working or not being useful or anything Holla like at your that. your girl, like, what are you doing? Like, Holla she says she She's actively for. wants, right? You know, she wants this to end. So what can we do? So she she started this. She started the ball rolling. If you have any other ideas, bring it to her. She's like, I want it. Yeah. And that's all That's all I need to hear. I don't need to hear all of the, nah, 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 nah it's boring now. We've done it. We do this to ourselves all the time, which is where why we can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You want to shit on... What, what are you shitting on? Mm. What are you doing? Nothing. You're already on the floor. Right, exactly. So, big up to this young lady. I had to like really just kind of like tip my hat to her. I She's was definitely at the march. I saw what, she, saw what she achieved. I saw her interview... Several interviews that she's given. Mm. She speaks on this subject. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. You know, she's passionate about this. So yeah. we have to support that. Don't downgrade what she's doing and, yeah. and other people for that matter. Whilst not doing anything. Right. Or being an armchair activist. Exactly. So shouts out to her. Another She's She person. is into the life. She is in the life. Very much. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yes. I need to shout out Miss Jennifer because she actually... Kind Don't of be fooled by, by her shit acting. Ex. She's just Jenny. She's a Jenny <laughs> corner, but she might yeah. be a wooden actress. That's, but I like her come in um, what's it? Um, not um, bad teachers. What is she in? Horrible so bosses. Diaz in Bad Teach, isn't it? She's in horrible bosses. Have you seen that? Nah, need to watch it. It's very funny. Um, but um, yeah, so shouts out to Jennifer Anderson So basically, Jennifer, for as long as I can remember, ever since she split up with Brad Pitt, people just been in her business, in her oh, business, in her business for years, her and years, and years and years and years. And it's just like, leave this woman alone. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's ridiculous. Like how they're just obsessed with like whether or not she's gonna have a baby, whether or not she's married. Like I even remember we're at one point when Brad and Angelina were together for a good amount. of time they already had done had their 50 children and they were still like oh do you think um brad and 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 jennifer Jennifer will get back back together together. like are you still running with this this is boring Mm. she must get fed up of it on a regular basis and i think it's all come to a head now where she literally just said i need for people to keep their eyes off my uterus i'm not bothering you don't bother me yeah because the media were running stories um not about brad anymore but about her being apparently pregnant Pregnant. and it's like what i can't have a little bit of a belly Mm. I just ate cake and drank champagne. My belly is buff as anything, mm. right? I must be at least seven months gone, judging by how my belly is popping right now. So, but Jennifer. the media have had an unhealthy obsession with her, mm. her love life. And actually, she's a really private person. Yeah. I say private in the sense that she doesn't have an Instagram. She's not on Twitter. Mm. I don't think she runs a Facebook page or anything like that. There might be fan pages. She's not in it. She's not in the mix. Yeah. As it were, that's probably why they're like, let's just reach for a story. Oh, look, her belly is mm. kind of showing a bit. She must be pregnant. Mm. And she's like, you know, very much of the mindset that I'm also of. Just because I don't have children doesn't mean to say that I'm any less of a woman. Yeah. Leave my uterus and me alone. Yeah. And I just think it's such an intrusive question when people do. Why haven't you had kids yet? Mm. Like, there's Wait, you're pregnant. What if I could what if i couldn 't have children what if i didn't want children? Mm. what if my man that i 'm with doesn't have doesn 't want to have children or he can 't have children mm. you 're there all up in my boat, asking me <laughs> everything and everything. <laughs> And at the same time, the people that are asking, you don't even look after their own children. So you Mm. don't need to leave people alone and actually respect people who make the decision that actually I don't want kids because there are a whole bunch of people out there having children. They don't even want them and they're mistreating them and and abusing them. So rather you go in and spend your time and your attention on them, you're here in Jennifer Aniston's. Business, womb. she is fine. in Jennifer's womb. My girl's making millions of dollars just from friends just alone, from doing her wooden acting 20 years ago. That's what we should be focusing on <laughs> her wooden acting. But no, we're focusing on her womb, her lady parts. And you know what? What she said, for real, for real, mm. it's unhealthy. It is. It's unhealthy. It's objectification. It's unhealthy. That focus. And then we as a society. You know, her statement that she put out actually went a bit deeper. And I I actually did rate her for it. She was saying that we as a society then absorb it and accept it. Mm. We accept it as, I'm paraphrasing, but we accept it as as acceptable discourse in the media that you can be talking about how pretty a woman is or how unpretty she is or whether she's married. And then suddenly it becomes our acceptance that these are judgment factors to be had of women. Yeah, And they're not. They're absolutely not. We get to, we get to self-decide what we want for ourselves, whether that's to be married, whether that's not to be married, whether that's to have children, whether that's not to have children. And th- the focus on it as a judgment call, as a, you know, as a hierarchy, as a, as a, some kind of points based system for what makes a woman. That's, that's all levels of wrong. And mm-hmm. she, she did. She highlighted that. So Jennifer Aniston, definitely. Listen, you ain't no Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> of the acting world. I was. I know. Shezza. That was Shaz's words, Jen. I still like but it. But yeah. you know what? Rachel. You are AKA in, Rachel. You are in the light. <laughs> No, shouts out no to you, man. Life. I get them questions all the time. I'm like, leave me and watch Just stop it. Do you know what? I was saying to um, one of my friends. I say to Carla, mm. in fact, that like, there's somebody else that we know who every time I see this person... And... Yeah, I kid you. When are you having children? <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Because mm. we don't even get down like that. Mm-mm. Like... She, not, does she have kids? She does, and it's it's of it it's from the advent of her now having the child that mm. all of a sudden it's like we must all have children. I don't even know mm. what that is, so I don't mm. you know. But the thing is, this is the way I'm even looking at it. I don't even think it's because I've had the child now. I I think everyone else is. I feel as though maybe she thinks, or it's that kind of thing that Jennifer Aniston was talking about that it's become some kind of points based or worth system to her so maybe she thinks that that has been the making and thus Mm. she turns to every other woman now and it's like oh when are you gonna do this because you know i've done it now i'm in and it's like (laughs) that's nice look that's amazing for you as i said children are a blessing but i also feel like a lot of the time people take it for granted that you're supposed to have kids yeah. you're not supposed to have anything yeah, yeah. i mean don't get me wrong right. i'm gonna have some you mini know. she talks but yeah, but <laughs> but yeah i'm saying the same people take it for granted yeah. that you're just supposed to have them yeah i don't have to have and then them. start kind of like like making it some it's a blessing but mm. it's making it some big kind of female achievement yeah, if so you so don't are, do it when are you when failed are you, as a woman yeah when are you gonna have children what? Look after your own. It's device. a ridiculous, it's a, ridic- it's a ridiculous and redundant question. Yeah. When when we're not in that zone of you know my life, so you know whether I'm trying, you know whether myself and my partner are where we are with that, you know my financial circumstances, you know what I'm aiming for in life. When you've asked me those questions, then you can get to the point of. Oh, so when are you? Because then it's a, it becomes a different question. Yeah, yeah. But you know when it's asked in isolation, it's got some levels to it. Mm. It's got some levels. When you when you get out, when you get out children, what's wrong with you? This like I just that's the whole the tone implicit of it. Thing. Like yeah, you can tell from the tone. I can tell when. People are asking, they'll be like, Oh, have you got any kids yet? Somebody who I haven't seen maybe for years, and maybe they've got kids obviously we're at a certain age yet and they're trying to find out what's going on. You say, Oh no, I haven't got any kids and then they just leave it at that and it's fine. Then you get the other type who are like, Oh my god, you ain't got no kids yet. Oh my god, like it's this big thing, like, dude, it's fine. I don't have any, you do. Congratulations. And they keep going on and on about and you just kick them in the front. I think that's because it's where they find their work. Right. And I don't mind that. Mm. You find your worth in that. I don't mm. mind that. But then don't do that competitive factor. Because mm. it's just like me. Like, say, oh my God, you don't have any GCSEs. You don't have a car. Really? Oh my God. Oh my God. You got, God. Who does no. that? Who does that? When nobody's judging anybody by that, mm. everyone's just, you know, everyone's just trying to live. Can I live? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, so I think that should be the title of the show. Can I, can I live? live? <laughs> can. So yeah, into actually we moved away from this is about Jenny Jennifer. from the block going into <laughs> <laughs> into the light. So she can go into the light. Shout out to everyone that um made my birthday a great one. Aww. You can go into the light. Shout out to Beyoncé. Sade, Sade, Yeah, Beyoncé and Sade <laughs> go into the lights. Um, and of course us as these hosts yeah. of this podcast. We're all in the light. Ace. We're all in the light. to be in the light. Ace is in, in, in the light, people. Ace has got some residency in Ibiza. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> <laughs> First week of every month. But you know what? Every uh, week we are back here on these mics. Do you know what? I need In fact, there's only one mic. right now I'm going to call an Uber because you lot are late. Jeez. Two girls, one mic. Yeah. This podcast. Be here. Be square. We out. Bye, Felicia.